Amen. We can see the great thing God is doing in our midst. The testimony is a wonderful testimony. It is good to come to the knowledge of Christ and know God and let God do His work in your life. And you have heard them. I encourage all of us to also get serious in our work with God. And God who has done these wonderful things in the life of this family, we also visit you in the mighty name of Jesus. For this session, we are going to be praying about family. It's a family thing we're going to be doing in the next uh, 30 minutes. And it's going to be all prayer. But before we go into our prayer this night, I want to uh, remind us of some things that we need to know, even as a family of Christ. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Just bow your head. Father, in Jesus' name. King of glory, we thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to come and fellowship with you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the life you have given to us. Thank you, Lord, because we are being celebrated. We give you all the glory, Lord. We have come to meet you this night, Lord, Almighty Father. We pray that by the time we shall live, even at the end of this service this night, our lives will not remain the same again in Jesus' name. Thank you, God, my Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I want to remind us briefly before we go into our prayers. You as a family in the body of Christ, how has your faith imparted on your relationship? In your family, your immediate family, your extended family, and even among God's brethren here. This is a big family, bread of life. Though we have diverse tongues from different nations, but I want to tell you, we are all united in Christ. And we are, fam- we are a family of Christ. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Mark chapter 10, verse uh, 29 to 30. Let us read it briefly. Mark 10. 29 to 30. If you see, please read. Yes. Praise the Lord. If you have left everything for Christ's sake, He is promising you a lot of goodies as we are reading in these verses. Praise the Lord. You are not going to be blessed only here on earth. It's assured of an eternal life in His kingdom. Though there is a, a condition here, not, He's not promising us that everything will be rosy. There will be persecutions, but then it's always by our, our, our side. Amen? I want to remind us briefly about our duties as children of God. Here we have men, we have women. We have children, 
we have youths. What are your duties? How is the Christian life imparting? Even in your, in your family setting. I want to talk about women first. And as husbands, praise the Lord. We are commanded in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 25 to 29. To love our wives. That is the command God has given to us. As Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. You have to love your wife and see her as your own body. Nourish her and uh, cherish her all the time. Amen? As husbands, you are to leave your family, your mother, and cling to your wife. Amen? Leaving your parents and be joined to your wife as one. And let everything about your wife be your priority as husband. Amen? I'm talking to you as children of God. Also, as husbands, you are to make sure that you don't get bitter about your wife. Do not be harsh to her. Amen? Never treat her harshly. Let the words that you come out from your mouth as husband to your wife be a gentle, encouraging, you know, cherishing her, letting her to know that she is the best God has created. Amen? Amen. I'm going to t- I'm telling you this so that by the time we start praying, you know where you direct your, 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 your prayers. God will help us in Jesus' name. I have a little time, so I'm going to be fast about it. You're going to honor your wives. And knowing fully well that she's a delicate person. So you treat her gently. Amen? Not as you treat your own fellow man. And make sure you honor her. Try to decorate her. Try to make her look beautiful. And I believe as you do this, God will honor you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen? Yeah. And uh, I go down to your duties as a father. Men, I'm talking to men now. I'm coming to women to tell you, to remind you of your own roles too. As a father, you are to provide the necessities of life for your family. We can see that in first Timothy verses five, I mean chapter five and eight. We are not going to read it because of our time. Parents ought to provide for their children. A man who fails to do that for his household, the Bible calls you an infidel. Amen? You are not going to be an infidel in Jesus' name. Don't provoke your children. That is your role as a father. Make sure you guide them reasonably. And uh, don't find, don't let, don't let all your priority be finding fault in them. Even though they are going in the wrong way, try to encourage them and bring them to the knowledge of God and correct them in love. Provide for your children spiritually and, and let them continually also be trained, you know, spiritually. In our class yesterday, our, I mean, um, mind of, I mean, uh, 
Yes, experiencing God. Thank you, our sister. There was a brother who said, he gave a topic to one of his uh, sister, the sons. I give you these two verses. Come and share with us. How many of us are doing that? It was a challenge to many of us yesterday. If you have not started that, please start practicing it. And see how wonderful this our children can be. I thank God for the life of this brother. The daughter was uh, telling them, this is the correct way. This is the correct way. You can see that in your own children too. God will bless us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I leave that as men and I go to the ladies. Duties of the wives. You have to submit to your husband. Please, as a child of God. Don't be the master in the house. We don't want to see you as the master. And as you do that, you will see that there will be peace in the house. You can see that in Colossians chapter 3 verse 18. Wives, respect and love your husbands. Give them love. Amen? Manage your household and manage them very well. Your, your, your primary responsibility as wife and mother. Amen? Provide also spiritual training for your household. Your husband might be lacking. It is now your duty to make sure that things are put in the proper perspective. Don't leave anything lying fallow. Because God will also ask you. It's a matter of two together. So things have to be done in a way that God will be happy with us. Then, your duty as a mother, you have to love your children. Amen? Titus chapter 2 verse 4. You ought to be natural. Don't be artificial to them. Amen? Manage your household and provide for them spiritually. God will help us in Jesus' name. Then I want to also talk to us, the children. We have the youth here. We have the small ones. Obey your parents. In the Lord, for this is the right thing to do. And in all things, so that it can be well with you. When you do that, it is pleasing in the sight of God. We can see that in Colossians chapter 3, verse 20. And you are to honor your parents. It is the first commandment with promise. Honor your parents so that your days can be long. Amen. Also make effort to provide for their welfare in the latter years. They are investing in you, not for the fun of it, not for only your own benefit alone. By the time they grow old and they are retired, they cannot do anything again. It is now your responsibility as a child, I mean as the children, to provide for the parents. Amen? I'm still talking to the youth. Many of us are not married yet. We can do a lot of things in the house of God. Spend time to work for God. Don't go and buy bad guns. Devote your time and work for God, and you'll see how God will bless your life. God will help us in Jesus' name. God will help us in Jesus' name. So,
I think we have to limit it at that. So that uh, my time will not be over as we are praying. Now, we have reminded ourselves of our duties. We need to pray and commit our lives into the hands of the Lord. In our individual families, as fathers, as mothers, how are you fearing? How do people, how do people see you? Even the outside people. They are looking at you as the word of God, as the Bible reading you. So are you going to show them that indeed, I'm one of the family of Christ. So I encourage you this night as we pray, if there's any area in your life that things are not proper, you will need to commit it to the hand of the Lord. Pray about it, and I believe God will make things to be turned around in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let us read, the, before we start our prayer, we're going to read Psalm 100. It's a short uh, psalm. Psalm 100. Are we there? Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with, with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is good. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his past people, and the sheep of his uh, pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Amen? Verse 3 says, Know ye that the Lord he is, he is God. It is he, he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people. And the sheep of his uh, pasture. We also go to open to Psalm 139, verse 14. Are we there? Are we there? I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and my soul knoweth right well. Let us stand up. Let us rise on our feet. I'm going to be praying now. I'm going to stand by thanking God for the lives He has given to us as family. As his family. I want you to bless the name of the Lord for the life he has given to you. Thank him because you are for him. You have given your life to him. I want you to glorify him for the great opportunity he has given to you. There are so many people out there who wish to know him. But they have not in that level yet. Some have not even heard the word. But God has given you the opportunity. I want you to open your mouth. I want you to open your mouth. Open your mouth and thank Him. It is not a, a, a prayer of keeping quiet. I want you to appreciate God. Open your mouth wide. Let your brother that is beside you, your sister that is beside you, know that you appreciate all that He has done in your life. He said you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Are you not happy about that? I want you to bless the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless your name. 
Father, we honor you. King of glory. For us, as individuals, and as a family, we glorify your name, Lord, because we know you. Thank you, King of glory, that you have made us wonderfully. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty Father, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. God has created us for his service. We are told by one of our, of our sisters who came to one of our fellowships sometimes that he brought us to where we are. Not because of only what we will eat. He has designed that we shall be here. Indeed, your being here is not by accident. You are here to impart families' lives. How, what, how are you doing it in your life? You are going to begin to commit, pray, pray to God, and thank Him that He has position, positioned you even to the land of a man. He has, he has brought you here to do His work. So begin to thank Him, begin to bless His name, that indeed He has brought you even to where you can impact other people's lives. Let's begin to pray. Father King of glory, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God Almighty, that Lord, you have relocated us even to this place. We are not here just to pass away the time. Yes, indeed, Lord. Many of us have been doing your work. Probably many have not been doing But we know that, Lord God Almighty Father, your purpose is for us, Lord Almighty Father. Lord, to be useful to you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We bless your name, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. In Jesus' name, we pray. Psalm 145, verse uh, 3 to 7. And, and I'm going to paraphrase it. it says, God is doing great work in the lives of his children. Amen? We need to commend it. And begin to tell of his mighty works. So, I want you to pray and ask for the presence of God in your life. I know God is, is in you, but you need to tell God, I want more of your power in me. I don't want to be timid. I want to be able to go out there and tell people that Jesus is Lord. Let's begin to bring, you know, ask for more presence of God in our lives, in our families. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, King of glory, Lord, we thank you, Lord. Even for our families, Lord. We ask, Lord Almighty Father, that, Lord, your presence will come mightily into us, Lord, King of glory. Increase us, Lord Almighty Father. Increase your presence in our homes. Increase your presence in our lives, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord Almighty Father, the anointing that will make us to be bold, Lord Almighty Father, and speak for you, Lord. Give to us, Lord, mighty Father. We give you all the glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. You're going to pray that the presence of God will increase in your, in your home. In your home, right there. The presence of God will increase in your home. Some of our husbands are not yet, you know, for Christ. Some of our wives are not yet for Christ. Even the children, they are running away from God. Ask for God's anointing and presence to come mightily upon your home. For the King of glory, Almighty God, 
we ask that Lord Almighty Father, you will come like a mighty rushing wind, even into our homes, Lord. We want them to fill our homes more in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, Lord Almighty Father. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. In Jesus' name, we pray. Second Corinthians chapter 10, 3 to 5 says, The weapons of our welfare are not carnal. Amen? Amen? I want you to begin to ask God in my home, every stronghold of Satan, in any way that Satan is manifesting in my life, in the life of my children. Let's begin to break it down now with the power of God. Call upon God. Every stronghold militating against our family that is not making us even to be what we are supposed to be in Christ. That the power of God will break it down in the mighty name of Jesus. For the King of glory, we thank you, Lord. We glorify your name, Lord. Lord, in our homes, Lord Almighty Father, every agenda of Satan to take away our children, to take us away from your path, Lord Almighty Father, break it down now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, give us anointing, Lord Almighty Father. Yes, indeed, Lord, to win the battle, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless your name, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Joshua said, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I want you to begin to declare. You and your house, you will serve the Lord. You and your household, you and your family, it is God that you will serve. You will not serve mammon. You will not serve Satan. You will not make wood and be bound down to it. Declare. Declare it. Declare it. And let God put his seal on it. Begin to, begin to bring the salvation of God into your home. Declare it. Open your mouth and declare it. And declare it. There is power in the tongue. There is power in whatever you say. Declare it. That you and your house, like Joshua declared it, you will serve God. You will serve God. Declare it upon your children. That your children will serve God. Declare it upon your husband. That your husband will serve God. Declare it upon your wives. That your wife will serve God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. Father, we bless your name, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. In Jesus' name, we pray. We are going to declare God's plan for our family, for our kids. Jeremiah 29, verse 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you. Amen? It is of good to take you to an expected end. Begin to declare the goodness of God upon your children, upon your wives, upon your husband, upon your household. Begin to declare the goodness of God, that the covenant God has for you, to prosper you, to make you, to continue to reign with Him, will be fulfilled. Will be fulfilled. Begin to declare it. Begin to declare it. Begin to declare it. Begin to declare it. Yes, indeed, Lord. He has a good plan for us. Every good gift is from God. God has not created us to suffer. 
He has created us to, to, to prosper. He created our children to prosper. Begin to declare it. Begin to declare it. That the good and that God has designed for you will not be truncated by, by, by the devil in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, will bless your name, Lord. Thank you, King of Glory, Lord Almighty Father. We and our family and our children, Lord Almighty Father, the good plans you have for us, Lord, a hope of a good future to reign with you in eternity, Lord, will not be cut short even by, by Satan in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we bless your name, Lord. We give you all the glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. We're going to pray for our church here. Every time we encourage ourselves that we, there should be love among us. We're going to commit ourselves to the hand of the Lord and pray that there will be true reflection of Christ's life in our midst. In our congregation. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. That we shall live like God has commanded us to live. That to love ourselves. Love your brother as you love yourself. You will not be a backbiter. You will not be the one that we hear. Another one you go to another person and be saying a, a, a different thing. God will make us to live like Christ. Even in this congregation. In bread of life. Christ will be the center of our lives in this congregation in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. King of glory, Lord and Almighty Father. That yes, in our church, you will reflect yourself, Lord. In bread of life, Lord, Christ, Lord Almighty Father, will rule and reign in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. That prayer, you're going to transfer it to your family. Now we've done it for the whole church. Let, let God rule and reign in your family. That when people see your family, they will see Christ. Begin to pray. 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 When they see your children, they will see Christ. When you speak, they will, they, they will hear Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. King of glory. In our families, Lord Almighty Father, let your true reflection be seen in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. We give you all the glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. We're going to begin to pray and break every stronghold of the enemy upon our children. You see, we send them into many places. When they go to school, we don't know what they are doing there. They will invite some of them and be showing them terrible things. Some of our children are not with us here. They are in other lands. How will it be when you go or you hear what they are doing and they say they are doing some other things? I'm sure we are not going to be happy. So we are going to begin to commit them into the hand of the Lord. Every strong God of Satan upon our children, wherever they are, God will break it. God will break it. God will break it. Begin to pray. Begin to commit them into the hand of the Lord. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Even if you don't have children now, you are still going to have. Begin to commit yourself into the hand of the Lord. For King of glory, upon my side, Lord, wherever they are, Lord, every stronghold of Satan, upon their lives, Lord, be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless your name, Lord. We give all the glory, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. This Father Lord. This Father Lord. This Father Lord. This Father Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Christ came and died for us. The cause that has been pronounced in the Torah, He become cursed on our behalf. Amen? Begin to claim victory over the world on behalf of your family, on behalf of your kids, on behalf of your relatives. Begin to claim victory. Victory over Satan. Victory over sin. Victory over the wise of the enemy. Victory over you know, the, the, the activities of the world. Begin to pray that God will give you victory. You will not be defeated. Devil will not defeat you. Pray for victory. Over your, in, your, in your Christian race. That you will be victorious. It is those that are victorious that will reign with God. On that last day. If your record is a record of failure. Forget it. That will not be your portion. Begin to claim victory. Victory over every situation in your life. In your race with God. Concerning your children. Your wives, your husband, that your life will be a life of victory. Even as you are running the race, that you will not fail. You will not falter. You will not fumble. You will not fall by the wayside. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, give me victory. Victory in this life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless your name, Lord. We give you all the glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. You are going to also pray that prayer once more. There are a lot of things happening around the world now. There was one time they captured some Christian missionaries. And they were asked to denounce their faith. Some of them denounced, indeed. But the leader of the, faith, of the group said no. He was ready to die for Christ. Amen? Amen? You are going to pray that God will give you victory. Over every of such situation that comes your way. It might not be that you are captured. It can be that it may be in your place of work. Somebody might be terrorizing you. Because of what you believe. Begin to commit yourself into the hand of the Lord. Pray for your husband. Pray for your wives. Pray for your people. That God will give you victory. Victory all around about. Begin to pray. Please open your mouth. Oh. Don't close your mouth. This is your own time to pray. For the King of Glory. I want to thank you, Lord Jesus, Almighty Father. In this Christian race, Lord Almighty Father, give us victory. Let us not deny you, Lord. Let us not deny you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, King of glory, we want to live a life of victory. Almighty Father, grant it to us, Lord. Wherever we find ourselves, Lord Almighty Father, be by our side, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, thank you, King of glory. We glorify your name, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. In Jesus' name, we pray. When we read the book of uh, First Corinthians, no, Second, chapter 5, when you read from 19 to, 10, to 21, you will see that Christ has come to reconcile us, even back to himself. We are going to turn it to prayer. In our individual families. That God will let forgiveness reign. Some of us have been offended. Some of us are in the habit of writing. You know, we take records of uh, wrongs. 
that are done to us. Pray to God that we give you a heart of forgiveness. If your wife has offended you, if your husband has offended you, that God will give you the ability to forgive and forget. Let's begin to pray. Father, King of glory, Almighty Father, Lord, you came and died for us. You forgive us our sins, Lord. Why are we not going to forgive ourselves, Lord? Father, we pray, Lord Almighty Father, that the spirit of forgiveness will reign in our families, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord Almighty Father, let forgiveness, restoration, reconciliation flow in our relationship, in our families, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, let us not fail as husbands. Let us not fail as wives. Let us not fail as children. In the mighty name of Jesus, help us, Lord and Almighty Father. Let forgiveness, restoration, reconciliation flow in our relationship, in our families, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we bless your name. Father, we honor you, Lord. Thank you, Almighty Father, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. In Jesus' name, we pray. Satan told God about Job. You are protesting. It is you that has built a hedge around him. Why will God not be in the hedge around his children? Amen? You are going to pray for the protection of God everywhere you are. Everywhere you are. We are in no man. Thank God that we are enjoying peace here. If you go just a little out of here to Yemen, it's a crisis. It's a crisis. Let us pray for protection of God all around us. That God will build this wall of fire all around us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. As for the protection of God, mighty name of Jesus, Father, we honor you. Thank you, Almighty Father, Lord. Protect us, Lord. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. We're going to pray for our family. I have two prayer points more. Please permit me to say the prayers. I'm going to pray God to, you know, deliver you from temptation. Devil can come in in subtle ways. Pray that you will not fall into the temptation of the devil. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. When the devil wants to scatter families, he begins to bring all manner of things into them. Begin to pray that you will not fall into the temptation of the devil. God will protect you and deliver you. Amen. Thank you, Almighty Father Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. I want you to command the blessings of God upon your family. Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 says, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His face towards you and give you peace. Begin to ask for the blessings of God upon your family, upon your wives, upon your children, upon your household. Upon your household. Ask God to bless you with the good things of life. With the good things of life. Our life is to be beautiful because God has created all things. And all things God created, they are beautiful. Begin to ask for the blessings of God. Declare the blessings of God upon yourself, upon your family, upon the church, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless your name. Thank you, Lord God Almighty Father. Bless us, Lord, as a family. Bless us, Lord. Help us to perform our duties as husbands, as wives, as children, Lord Almighty Father. 
in a way that your name will be glorified. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's begin to thank God for answered prayers. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. Even though the time is short for our prayer. But we know our God is a God that answers prayers. Begin to ask, ask God. All that I've asked of you. Concerning protection. Concerning peace. Concerning blessing. Concerning not falling the temptation. God will grant unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you, King of glory. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. In the precious blood of the Lamb. Father God, we thank you. Because you are a God of victory. And because power belongs to you. Lord, we thank you. Take over this session as we pray for peace. In Jesus' name. Let's be seated. Briefly, we'll be praying for peace over the land. Uh, I want us to look at First Timothy. Chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. Are we there? I shall read. This is Paul writing to Timothy and he's saying, First of all then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, Paul was writing this to Timothy when Timothy was in Ephesus. And this was written around 63 AD. And history tells us that from, from, 50, from 63 BC till about 300 of AD, there was peace in, in Ephesus. Now, why is it that a man who fought with beasts in Ephesus, who endured so much trials in Ephesus, he is asking, let there be peace in the land. Let's pray for peace in the land. Let's pray for kings and authorities. Let's pray for all people so that there is peace, so that we would lead a peaceful life. Why was he asking this? Now, the thing is that we see the fruit of that prayer because a century after this too, Ephesus was in peace. And so, in James chapter 3, verse 18, says, peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. What did Jesus ask the disciples to do when he sent the 70? He said, when you go into a house, Luke chapter 10 verse 5 and 6, 
whatever house you enter first say peace be to this house and if a son of peace is there your peace will rest upon him but if not it will return to you now if a church is not founded in peace how can it go forth and proclaim peace to the world this is why paul was asking timothy let there be peace in the land so that we could take the gospel forward we could sow the seeds of the gospel in peace now that doesn't mean that there was no persecution for the church praying for peace does not guarantee that the church will not be persecuted proverbs 16:7 says have you seen a man whose ways please the lord he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him and here we we, we see in verse 4 verse 3 that this is good and it is pleasing in the sight of god our savior but when stephen preached were his enemies at peace with him no when shadrach and abednego shadrach meshach and abednego took a stance to please the lord did his enemies were his enemies at peace with him no they had to go through the fire but god brought about the peace in a way that he could bring it god brought about peace in in saul in his own ways so the way that god brings the peace we leave it to him but the way that the church the, the stance that church takes is to please the lord jeremiah 29 verse 7 and seek the peace of the city where i have caused you to be carried away captive and pray to the lord for it for in its peace you shall have peace peace is the catalyst for the gospel a church founded and in peace and in holiness is an effective instrument in the hand of god so first and foremost let's rise up to pray we will be praying for the church shall we rise up to pray in chapter 1 of first timothy paul first of all established the church asked timothy to establish the church free from all forms of contrary teaching verse 1 of 1 timothy 2 is actually a continuation of paul's instructions and in 1 timothy 1 chapter 1 verse 3 he says i'm reading from the nlt when i left for macedonia i urged you to stay there in ephesus and stop those whose teachings are contrary to the truth now we thank god that here we have clear teachings but we pray for every other church across the world that the church be established in true teachings because when there is contrary teachings the church gets divided and when the church is divided it cannot perform the function that it's called for so that's our first point of prayer shall we pray father god in the name of jesus sanctify your church o god lord let your word come forth in every church with power in truth and through the power of the spirit in the name of jesus sanctify every preacher o god sanctify your pulpit o god let your word come in power let your word come forth in power let your word come forth in power you are the lord that sanctifies us sanctify us o lord god let your teaching come with power in the name of jesus we forbid every contrary doctrine in the name of jesus cleanse your church o lord god in jesus name In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. 
Let's also pray that the church will focus on God. Isaiah 26, verse 3. It says, You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. So let's pray. Let's pray that the church will put its trust in the Lord alone, that its mind will be stayed on him, each one of us, that we would keep our minds focused on the Lord, that we shall not wander, that we shall not go astray, that we shall hold on to the Lord, no matter what the situation, that the church shall hold on to the bridegroom. It shall not lose its way. In the name of Jesus. Let it be established in you, O Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's pray for kings and authorities. I want us to listen to these, uh, the list of these nations. Our brother just said, we are in peace over here. The purpose that Lord has kept us in peace is so that we hear more of these testimonies like our brother Jignesh had just shared. That the gospel would be more effective in more families. But in, in nations like Syria, Libya, Iraq, Yemen, Egypt, rest of the Middle East, Nigeria, Russia, North Korea, China. Let's pray for the kings and authorities. Daniel 2 verses 20 and 21. I read. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, to whom belong wisdom and might. He changes times and seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. Thank God for the sovereignty of God over each of these nations. Thank God for the sovereignty of God over this land. He has made kings. He has kept kings. He has removed kings. So thank God. Would you thank God with me? Lord our Father, we thank you for, the, for your sovereignty over all these lands, O oh God. You have made kings. You have removed kings in these lands, O oh God. Father, it's your sovereignty by which lands have been established with kings. We bless your holy name, O oh God. Power belongs to you, my Father. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's pray for wisdom. Proverbs chapter 8, verses 15 and 16 says, I read from the NLT, Because of me, kings reign, and rulers make just decrees. Rulers lead with my help, and nobles make righteous judgments. Would you pray to God for wisdom for the rulers of all these nations? Lord, let your wisdom reign over them, O God. Father, till now they might not have reigned in wisdom, but now, O Lord God, Father, let your wisdom come unto these rulers in the name of Jesus. Let them make righteous decrees. Let them make righteous judgments. Let them reign in wisdom, O God. Let them reign in your wisdom, my Father, in Jesus' name. You who gave Darius the wisdom, Lord, would you not give any other king in the name of Jesus? Thank you, blessed Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Pray against all manner of wickedness, partiality, and favoritism. In fact, this is one of the major reasons of trouble in Yemen and in other areas of the Middle East, where favoritism over a clan or a creed has led to civil unrest. Proverbs 16 verse 12 says, It's an abomination for kings to commit wickedness, for a throne is established by righteousness. Ecclesiastes 10 verses 5 and 6 says, There is another evil I have seen under the sun. Kings and rulers make a grave mistake when they give great authority to foolish people and low positions to people of proven worth. Would you pray with me? God, take charge over every Haman. Take charge. 
replace every Haman with Mordecai in the name of Jesus. Wherever there has been an unjust favoritism shown, Lord, change it in the name of Jesus. Lord, replace, replace every Ahithophel with Hushai in the name of Jesus. Let your righteousness reign over these nations in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Pray for kings to reign with justice in these lands. Proverbs 20 verse 8 says, When a king sits in judgment, he weighs all the evidence, distinguishing the bad from the good. Pray that kings would reign in justice. That no injustice would prevail over the land. That the kings of these lands shall reign in justice. Father God, that you would establish these lands in justice. Lord, let all manner of injustice, Lord, let it be dealt with in the name of Jesus. Cause kings to reign in these lands with justice in the name of Jesus. As you pray, remember, you and I are called to be kings and priests. Pray for yourself too, that you and I would also live our lives in justice. We will not show favoritism. We will not show partiality. We will... We will reign with wisdom over all the affairs that God has placed us to reign with. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. In Jesus' name we pray. We pray for all people now. In the lands of Iraq, Yemen, Burundi. There is some uprising that has been happening in that land. In Libya, in Sudan, in Kenya, in Afghanistan, Pakistan, India, Sri Lanka the European Union, Australia, USA, Hong Kong. In many areas, peace is disturbed when there is an uprising of people. So, first, let's pray among the Christians, let there be a willful submission. Let's forbid every form of uprising. Romans 13 verse 1 says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. So let's pray. Willful submission. First among the Christians and then among the people. Father, cause your children, O Lord God, to submit to authority. Let them be an example of submission to the people around in the name of Jesus. That seeing your children submit, the unbelievers shall submit. The nation shall submit in the name of Jesus. Cause your children to be the light of the world. To be submissive as our Lord was in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pray against the threat of ter terrorism. That's another thing that is taking away the peace of the land. But Psalm 46 verse 9 says, He makes wars to cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Would you ask the Lord to break every bow, to break every arrow, to break every weapon that is formed? No weapon formed against us shall, shall prosper is what the word of God says. Would you ask God to cause all wars to cease in these lands? In the name of Jesus. Father God, cause all wars in these lands. Lord God, to cease in the name of Jesus. Render the powers of terrorists powerless in the name of Jesus. Send forth confusion in the camp in the name of Jesus. Let them be found powerless in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pray against all manner of uprising. Psalms 18 verse 43 says, You delivered me from the strife of people. This is David saying, You made me the head of nations. And in 1847 he says, The God who gave me vengeance subdued peoples under me. 
it's god who causes people to subdue so let's pray and ask god god subdue people who are uprising unjustly subdue them in the name of jesus would you pray subdue people of god subdue every contrary spirit to god father that causes uprising in them among the masses lord god change their hearts in the name of jesus thank you blessed father in jesus name we pray in jesus name we pray let's pray for comfort for those who are afflicted of calamities and wars again in the nation of syria in yemen in iraq in nepal in vanuatu in palestine there are a lot of families who've lost there are families that have been lost in in the mediterranean because of the exodus that is happening from the middle east let's pray over all these lands habakkuk chapter 3 verses 17 to 19 says though the fig tree should not blossom nor fruit be on the vines the produce of the olive fail and the fields yield no food the flock be cut off from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls yet i will rejoice in the lord i will take joy in the lord of my salvation god the lord is my strength he makes my feet like the deer's feet he makes me tread on my high places pray that god will encounter them with salvation pray that these people who who are lost who have been sorrowed god will encounter them with salvation because when they come to when they come to the knowledge of the lord when they come to the salvation the comfort of the lord shall visit them pray that they would find strength to endure in the lord alone father god that they would find strength in you god of my strength lord give them strength to endure this hardship in the name of jesus pray that they would find comfort and joy in the lord lord that they would find their joy in you o god in the name of jesus pray that the lord will restore them he is a god of restoration pray that the lord will restore them father god restore these people o god let them find true restoration in you o master god father the sorrow that they are in lord we cannot know much about it we cannot identify with it as much as you do o god therefore o lord god father replace their sorrow with joy in the name of jesus thank you blessed father in jesus name we pray thank you blessed father because you are a god of peace god of peace we pray your peace will prevail over the land lord god as your peace prevails over the land lord the church will take up its stance father god that it shall go forth proclaiming the gospel lord god so that the people shall come to your knowledge and lord that none shall be lost and all shall come to the government of peace which is yours o god in the name of jesus none shall miss their ultimate salvation in the name of jesus bring them to the knowledge of peace in jesus name in jesus name we pray amen oh yes he answers prayer oh yes he answers prayer the lord i saw answers prayer only jesus answers prayer hallelujah oh yes he answers prayer ah, oh yes he answers prayer the lord i saw 
answers prayer. Only Jesus answers. Who can battle with Allah? Who can battle with Allah? Who can battle with Allah? I say nobody. I say nobody. I say no. I say nobody. I say no. Oh yes, he answers prayer. Oh yes, he answers prayer. The Lord I serve answers prayer. Only Jesus answers prayer. Praise the Lord. Let's be seated. I want to assure you that God is answering prayer. It depends on how you are looking at it. All you need to do is to believe that when you put your petition before God, your prayer has been answered. When Brother Adelio was ministering here, at the end he said, let us thank God. Because he believes that the prayer we have offered tonight has been answered. And I assure you, your prayer, the answer to your prayer shall be ordered by God. And when, he, when God ordered this prayer, when God ordered the answer, even devil will obey. I will tell you one story. A certain woman, very poor woman, was listening to radio program. This woman was hungry. Then she decided to make phone call to that program. And do you know her request? She said, I'm hungry and I want food from God. So when she said this, there's one unbeliever listening to what the woman was saying. Then he called his secretary. Okay, go to this, order the best food, take it to this woman's address as she has left it on the, uh, to the radio phone call and say, when you get there, give the food to the woman and when the woman asks you, who supplied the food? Just says from devil. The secretary took the food to the woman. So the woman collected the food. She just packed it. Then the secretary asked her, Are you not going to ask where this food is coming from? The woman replied, What is my concern from where it's coming from? I phone to God that I need food. And whenever God orders, even devil will obey. I want to tell you that the prayer we are offering here, when God order answer to your prayer, evil devil will obey. He will deliver it to you. And I once told you that when prayer is going on, don't sleep. Because God does not understand, God does not recognize joke. If you sleep, if somebody is taking the load on his head and put it down, don't allow that load to come over you. At the same time, if you look at the, the, the man with thousands of legions, by the time Jesus set him free, those spirits, they found high to swine and they make requests. Can we go into those swine? That is why you need to pray. That is why you need to pray. Don't be idle. Open your mouth and pray. Praise the Lord. Briefly, I'm going to tell us 
about how to hold the bull by the horn. First, what is, uh, we know what bull is. A bull is a uh, uh, castrated uh, male cow. We know it's very powerful. Many of us, we might have watched documentary and see how lion is killing a buffalo. The same thing, the problem that we might face, or whatever we might face, might be a bull. But you need to learn how to hold it by the horn. And when you hold the bull by the horn, it will submit. And I pray tonight, whatever bull that is tormenting you, whatever bull that is after you, whatever bull that is putting demarcation between you and your glory, tonight, you are going to hold it by the horn and it shall submit to you. Very briefly, I will give you examples of those that have held their bull by the horn and they succeeded. I will give you from the scripture. Because of our time, we may not read it. These are stories that you are all familiar with. Number one, Jacob's struggle with God. That is in the book of Genesis 32, 24 to 29. That's where the story is. Jacob's struggle with God. He refused to let go. And what did he say? I will not let you go until you bless me. He held to it. He was blessed. In the first book of Samuel, chapter 1, verse 1 to 18, there's another story of a woman there. She kept praying unto God. She kept putting her petition before God. This is what I want. This is what I want. She heard the bull by the horn. And what happened? God answered her prayer. That is another one. There's one particular man. His name is Jabez. That is in First Corinthians, First Chronicle, chapter four, nine to ten. These are stories that we are familiar with. I'm only, I will just mention few of these stories that they have held their bull by the horn. So don't think that what you are going through today, there is no solution. I'm telling you, there is solution. You might not be going through it directly. It might be any of your family member that is going through it. So don't assume that there is no solution. What happened to Jabez? Jabez was named after sorrow. And things always turned sorrowful for him. But what did he do one day? He, he wanted a change of name. He needed a change of name. And he got it. So he also had his bull by the horn. In the book of Matthew chapter 9, 20 to 22, recorded an issue of blood. When uh, Pastor Paul was ministering here during the uh, pre-victory night, he, he, he emphasized on this particular issue. This woman had been suffering for issue of blood more than 12 years. Just one statement of condition. And what is the condition? If I can touch the hem of his garment... I feel like praising the Lord. I feel like praising the Lord. For I have touched the hem of his garment. I feel like praising the Lord. Your story will turn to better in Jesus' name. You see, the woman takes the, 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 
the decision of if. If I could. And she took that decision. She had her bull also by the horn and her prayer was answered. Again, we look at another story. Uh, this is in the book of uh, Luke, 18 to 20. There's a particular man. When there is no way to see the Savior, he didn't allow his height to, 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 to prevent him from seeing the Savior. That is the story I'm talking about. You know how he had his own uh, bull by the horn. So begin to think about what is circling around you. Begin to think about the bull that you are facing. Find a way of finding solution to it. Praise the Lord. So, in that Luke 8, 18 to 5, when there is no way to see the master, they refuse to be discouraged. Rather, they took the bull by the horn. Praise the Lord. Uh, this is the story of those that brought the, uh, the, the person that sick to Jesus. That is in the book of Luke 18 to 20. They removed the roof because there is no way they can come in through the normal entry. So they, they, they have to remove the roof. You can see the kind of decision they have taken. So you also begin to think of what decision you can take that will remove the the, 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 the problem, the, the shame that is not allowing you to see your, 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 your victory. That is another example. Another example is Luke 19, 3 to 9. Yeah, this is the man that has not allowed the height to deny him. I've mentioned that. And there are these people, the crowd was trying to shut them down. That is in the book of Matthew 20, 29 to 34. They were telling them to keep quiet. The crowd couldn't stop them. Those are the blind men. On the street. They were bullying them. Keep quiet. But they never. If your colleagues in the office, maybe you are praying, somebody just enter, you quickly pretend as if you are not doing anything. Are you finding yourself in this category. So, don't allow the bully around you to take the victory away from you. You need to take the bull by the horn. God does not recognize joke. Whatever you are saying, He believes that is what you need. Don't joke with your destiny. Don't joke with your life. Tell it to God. What are the areas that you feel that the mountain is too high? He will level it. The bulldozer of heaven will come and level it within a second. And you yourself will be surprised. So brethren, take it to God. Whatever it is in your life that need amendment, take it to God. Eli was there. When that woman was praying, asking for child. Eli was there. The pastors are here. Even though they are praying for you, there is need for you to open your mouth and pray for yourself. You only can only recognize where your shoe is pinching you at the back. Pastor may know part of the problem, but you yourself, you need to recognize exactly 
where you are feeling the pain. Jabez should have died with sorrow. He changed his situation. The same thing with the woman. The woman should have died with the issue of blood. But she also, she held the bull by the horn and she changed the situation. So, no matter be the, the difficulties you are facing, tonight is your breakthrough in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Dear Redeemer of the Lord, there is no convenient or comfortable time now. It is now that you must take that decision. Just like these few people have mentioned to you, you have to make decision today how to hold your bull by the horn. Whatever is not necessarily, I'm not talking of say you see bull going on the road and you decided to go and hold it. Don't try it. Don't try God. Don't try God. When you see a truck coming, uh, Ralph Francis has said, as you hold the bull by the horn, then you go in front of the truck. Never try it. Don't try God. That's why I told you, God does not recognize joke. Don't joke with God. He knows what he's doing and he will do it in your life. He will perfect it in your life. So holding the boot by home requires faith. It also requires righteousness for you to do that. Remember, he is the God of yesterday and today and forevermore. He is the God. Put your petition before him. Don't be distracted with what people will say. Don't even think of what people are saying about you. When David was dancing, one of the wives was telling him, you are a king, why are you dancing like this? We all know the rest of the story. Don't look at what people are saying or what they are going to say. All you know is that you know what you need, you know what you want. And I pray that God will help you in Jesus' name. Beloved, you may be wondering, will God do it for me? Can God do it for me? When God do it for me, how long do I have to continue this way? When will God come to my rescue? Will my situation change? These are the things that devil is planting in our heart. When you're supposed to pray, it will put a complaint in your heart. You begin to complain. You begin to complain. But all you need to do is to forget about devil's plan. Because when God orders, devil obey. When he orders, God, when God orders, devil obey. Are you asking the same question that the leper in the scripture were also asking? If Christ is willing to heal you, maybe the, the, the leopard, when Jesus asked them questions, what can I do for you? What did they say? If you can heal me. The Bible didn't tell us the, because if is a conditional word. If you can heal me, I will go away. If you can heal me, I will follow you. We don't know the other part of it. If, my brother and sister, go straight to the point. Don't beat around the bush. Don't parabolate. Go straight, tell it to God. Lay the complaint before him and he will surely answer you. Praise the Lord. Because of our time, let us rise up as we go into prayer. Hallelujah.
I want you to realize that when that woman asked the radio station that the request I want to make is that I want God to send me food. God already knew who he's going to use. He used that man to order the best food in a way to take it the other way around. But because God has purpose. So we just have to make this request to God. And when you do that, God will help us in Jesus' name. An appreciative soul receives more. So let us begin to thank God for everything He has been doing. Today is the last day. Or maybe we are already in the in month of May. Let's begin to appreciate what God has been doing in our life. Because when you appreciate Him, when you give Him the thanks, then He will do more in your life. You know what God is doing. You know what He has done in your life. Begin to mention it to God. Appreciate everything He has done. Over your family, over your spouse, over your husband. Begin to mention it to God. That God, I thank you, I appreciate you. For the journey of four months, begin to thank God. Thank Him for the favor that you are receiving. Thank Him for being alive because you are alive tonight. A lot of people have come and gone, but you are alive. Continue to thank God. Thank Him for this purpose. Glorify His name. Call His name. He will surely answer you. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. Heavenly Father, we bless your name. Thank you for the source of our life. We give you all adoration. In Jesus' name we pray. There is only one thing that may not allow you to hold, to hold the bull of your crisis. And that is sin. So you are going to tell God, every secret thing in my life, Father, have mercy over me and forgive me. Ask for forgiveness of sin. You know the area that you, are, you, you, you have committed sin to God. So tell God, you can tell him silently that, Lord, this is the area I've sinned against you. Please have mercy over me and forgive me. Continue to ask God. Tell God to forgive you. Commit your life into his hand. That he should please forgive you of every disobedience that you have committed. Don't allow anything to stand against your prayer. So tell God, Jesus does not love what he claims, but he claims what he loves. Tell God, no matter how messy you are, that God should make you whole, He should clean you. So begin to tell God. Ask God to have mercy and clean you up of everything that is in your life. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. If you are going to a battle, you are going to hold the horn, the bull by the horn. If you don't have the strength, can you do that? I'm not talking of physical strength now. I'm talking of Holy Spirit. When you are full with Holy Spirit, brethren, I'm telling you, with one finger, you will hold that bull by the horn and it will submit to you. So ask God to fill you with His Spirit. Ask God to fill you with Holy Spirit so that every bull in your life, every bull that is not allowing your life to progress, that God should empower you with His Spirit to face the bull in the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to tell God, God, we ask for your Holy Spirit. Fill us with your Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Acts 1, 8 says, But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Let the Holy Ghost come upon you so that you receive the power to face the bull of your life. So tell it to God. 
lay it before God. Let God open it and give you His Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. In the life of that woman, God intervened. You are going to tell God. You are not going to fight this battle yourself. What you need is God's intervention. So begin to tell God, God intervene in my, in my situation. Every situation that you are, that God should intervene. Begin to tell God, upon your child, upon your children, upon your family, upon your work, upon your spouse, that God should intervene. You need that intervention of God. You cannot do it alone. You can't do it by yourself. When God intervenes, everything becomes easy for you. You need God's intervention. Tell God to arise with all his weapon of war. Let God arise with all the weapon of war. And fight the tool for you in your life. Let God stir up. Oh Lord, I fight this for you. In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to tell God. Lord, I come before you tonight. For your divine assistance. Every bull make me to walk contrary to my destiny be disgraced. Every bull that is making you to walk contrary to your destiny. Tonight is the night. Tonight is the night. There must be disgrace in the mighty name of Jesus. Tell it to God. You know the bull. You know the bull that you want to hold by the hand. Every bull that is making you to, that is diverting your attention from your success, from your destiny. Tonight is the night in the mighty name of Jesus. They must get away. You need God's assistance. You need God's intervention. Let God intervene in your situation. Touch that particular place in your body. If it is your body, touch it. If it, wherever it may be. If, if the person is not here, if you are praying for somebody, if he's not here, use yourself as point of contact that God that is here is also there. Everything that is making you to walk against your destiny. All the good, they must bow tonight. They must bow in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them be disgraced. In Jesus' name we pray. Endow me with the conqueror power. That can face the bull that torment me. When you have the conqueror power, when you have the victorious power. In fact, when, when, when David was going to meet Goliath, he has the confidence. That confidence is what you need tonight. The confidence of God, the power of God to challenge every situation that is making you to go contrary to where God wants you to go. Every situation, every bull that is directing you into a different path that God wants you to do, to be. You are going to pray that God should give you a conquer power. The power to conquer it. The victorious power. Begin to tell God. Tell God every area that you need assistance. That you need the conqueror power. That God will help you. And He will surely help you in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's open our Bible to Psalm 35, verse 4. Psalm 35, verse 4. I read. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back 
I'm brought to confusion that divides my heart. Now you are going to tell God, every bull of my life must be comforted tonight. They must be put to shame in the mighty name of Jesus. So begin to tell God that every bull, you know the bull. Tonight, they must be put to shame. They must be shamed in the mighty name of Jesus. Psalm 83 verse 17 says, Let them be comforted and trouble forever. Trouble every bull that trouble you forever. Let them be trouble in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them be trouble. Every bull, either upon you or your children or whatever, that is, up, that is not allowing you in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them, let all the bull of my life be a shaft before the wind. Let the anger of God chase them away in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them be like a shaft before the wind in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them be blown away. Let them be put to shame in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray. You answer us. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. There is one other thing that can deny us. That is weakness. Many of us, when we are praying, we like to pray on our bed. But before you say in Jesus' name, we, we, we dust away. This is a weakness. And devil know this. He will not allow you to kneel down and even pray aloud. Because if, when we were doing the mind of Christ, we were told that when you want to pray, try to pray aloud. Pray up. When you are doing that, you will not dust off. It will help you. But when you are praying silently, I'm telling you, you say in Jesus, before the name comes, you are dreaming already. This is a weakness. So tonight, we are going to take that weakness away. And what are the other weaknesses that we can talk about? Another weakness, weakness is doubt. Is this prayer going to be answered? You begin to doubt. It's a weakness. It's a weakness, I mean. Then another one is inferiority complex. Do I really know how to pray? Can I pray like that man? Look at how he's praying. That is why many of us, when we are praying, we open our eyes, we see people praying. I'm telling you, you will get carried away. The problem will jump from that person and enter into you, and you will never be a victim in Jesus' name. So these are weakness. This weakness, you are going to tell God that God, that you bind every weakness in my life. That is not allowing me to take the right decision, the right step at the right time. Every weakness, whatever weakness you know that has not been allowed you to pray at the right time or in the normal way, that God should take it away. Maybe your weakness is that you don't know how to pray. Maybe your weakness is that when you are praying, you don't suffer. Maybe your weakness is doubt that God, you have done it for him. Can I receive that? Can I get this answer to my prayer? So tell it to God now. Every weakness, weakness of your life that is not allowing you to table your petition before God should be taken away in the mighty name of Jesus. I bind and cast out every agent of weakness in our life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to tell God now we have removed the weakness. The next thing is for us to inform God to you, we don't want to delay. Tell God, Oh Lord, make haste to help me. Make haste to give me the solution to that problem. Make haste to help me to hold my bull by the horn. 
So speedily you you ask God to do it for you. So so that you don't need to wait till the end of the month. You don't need to wait till the victory night before you testify. So thank God right now is when you need it. Right now is one you when you need answer to your request. In the mighty name of Jesus. Continue to tell God. In Jesus' name we pray. It is written, Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Father, let divine help locate me this night. Divine help, let it locate me. Among the multitude, that woman received a healing. So, no matter how many they are, this is your night. Tell it to God. The divine help must locate you. Let divine help locate me. Let it locate my children, my spouse. Let it locate me. Over my job, I want to see divine help in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let divine help locate me in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. There are a lot of booths. We have been praying for ourselves. Now, we want to pray for the church. And when I mean church, it's not just bread of life. The church of God all over the world. There are a lot of booths that these churches are being faced. It is time for us to hold it by the horn. We heard it that if we listen to news, you will see what evil people are doing to children of God. So, we are going to pray. Oh God, arise and pull down every bull against your churches. Every bull against the churches of God. Be ISIS, be Al-Qaeda, be Boko Haram, whatever they may be. It is right now that they must be pulled down in the mighty name of Jesus. They must be pulled down. Pull them down now. We are here. We are using bread of life as point of contact to pull them down wherever they be. Every, every thing that is against the church of God. Every bull that is against the church of God. Thank you, Jesus, to bless your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Finally, we pray for today's service. Let's commit today's service unto God. God take control right from now. Let the testimony begin in today's service. Let the testimony begin for today's service. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let it begin in Jesus' name. Thank you, Almighty God. We bless your holy name. Your, today's service shall be to your glory. Today's service shall be to your honor. And your name shall be glorified. The congregation shall be blessed. The minister of God shall be blessed. Everyone shall be blessed. Every ministry... Every department, Lord, they shall be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. You speak your word to us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your, let today's service be to your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. I, I believe that we have received a smile. Uh, we've received answer to our prayer. So if you have received answer to your prayer, I want you to smile. <laughs> you smile to God. You know why? If you know how much damage your smile do to devil, 
<laughs> you will never frown your face again. You will never frown your face. Because when, when devil see you smiling all the time, he begins to ask himself, I've been following, this, just like Job. He followed Job. Job never submit. So smile that your answer and your prayer has been answered. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we bless your name. We glorify you. We thank you. We bless your holy name. For tonight is another night. A night of crossover. We thank you for the prayer that we have presented before you. We thank you. We adore you. Because you have allowed us to hold the bull by the horn. And not just hold it in by the horn. We brought it down entirely. Thank you, Lord, because you've answered our prayer. We glorify you. We worship you. We give you all adoration. We give you all honor. Thank you for the peace of this land. Thank you for our family. Thank you for everything that you are doing. Father, we give you all the glory. Accept our thanks in the mighty name of Jesus. Everlasting Father, once again, we commit today's service under your care, Lord. Father, we want you to come down right from now and occupy that auditorium before we come. Occupy it in the mighty name of Jesus. As brethren are stepping in, Lord, let their testimony begin in the mighty name of Jesus. As many that are not here tonight, Father, we pray that you will extend the hand of mercy to them in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your name be glorified. Let your name be honored in our lives. For in Jesus' name we pray. Shall we share the grace together? Love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.